This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday, the 30th of September. In your Squiz today, Victoria's Health Department is charged over hotel quarantine breaches, North Korea's new missile, money for art, and happy World Podcast Day. This is your Squiz today. Starting in Victoria this morning, Claire, where the Workplace Safety Watchdog has charged the Health Department with 58 breaches of the Occupational Health and Safety Act. This has to do with the breaches in hotel quarantine back in March and July last year that led to the second wave outbreak there. As a quick refresher, that second wave resulted in a 14-week lockdown for Melbourne, the deaths of 801 people, and led to more than 18,000 infections. Yesterday's ruling from WorkSafe could see the department cop some huge fines. Yeah, up to $1.64 million for each of those 58 charges. And what WorkSafe in Victoria says is that the department failed to provide a working environment that was safe and without risk for the health of its employees, and also that it exposed people other than employees to those risks. That, of course, is within that hotel quarantine program, as you say, which came under great great scrutiny last year because it was breaches from hotel quarantine that led to that second wave, as you say. Lots of questions at the time about who was to blame for various decisions, especially the decision to contract out the enforcement of hotel quarantine to private security providers. In the end, the head of the Premier's department, Chris Eccles, and the Health Minister, Jenny Makakos, both resigned over the scandal. They did, and that was a result of the evidence that they gave to an inquiry that was set up by Premier Daniel Andrews last year. Although what the inquiry chair ultimately found was that the program was an orphan. There was a lot said last year about that. There was no minister or senior bureaucrat actually in charge of making that decision. That's what they found, and it really was a chapter of uh, bureaucracy and of public administration that really failed. Which brings us then to this investigation from WorkSafe. It'll go to the courts in late October. Coming back to today, hotel quarantine breaches aren't as big a thing, of course, just the high transmissibility of the Delta strain. Victoria recorded 950 new infections, which is the highest number ever recorded in a single day in the state, and seven deaths, which is the most in a day for this outbreak for Victoria. In New South Wales, the daily case number yesterday was 863 and 15 deaths, the most deaths that New South Wales has recorded since the start of the pandemic. So a tough day overall. Former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull addressed the National Press Club yesterday, Claire. He had a few opinions on the recent submarine deal that his replacement, Scott Morrison, has brokered with the US and the UK. It was under Turnbull's watch that the original subs deal with France was signed. What Malcolm Turnbull said was that Australia really needed to do better by our allies, particularly France, and it's going to be a dangerous chapter that we're heading into that really needs to be accounted for when it comes to actually managing nuclear-powered subs. He also revealed that he will be going to the COP26 Climate Summit in Glasgow in November, which also raises the question again of whether Scott Morrison will attend. 
Speaking of the Climate Summit, Claire, as promised, today's shortcut is a look at the climate agenda of 2021 and what we can expect from the conference, as well as the current state of play for Australia. Yeah, I don't know about you, Larissa, but this whole climate debate is filled with jargon. It's filled with concepts that you really do have to concentrate for a second to get your head around. But once you do that, only takes five or 10 minutes. I think we've done it in about 15. We said a few more words uh, and then you're set to actually follow it. It's not that hard, but it does take a little bit of time just to sit down and get across it. It is a big topic. There's also lots of buzzwords and acronyms, COP26, IPCC, net zero emissions targets. So this shortcut is really the background that'll help you with a topic that's going to be in the news a lot over the next few weeks, especially. As always, a link will be in your episode notes or search for Squid shortcuts in your podcasting app. Over to Japan and they're set to have a new prime minister. Yoshida Suga has resigned after a year on the job and former foreign minister Fumio Kishida has won the leadership ballot to take his place. He is set to become Japan's 100th Prime Minister when the Parliament holds an extraordinary session early next month, which is five days away. Let's be (laughs) honest. I can't believe it's October. Uh, October. I know. (laughs) But but he won the party's uh, leadership ballot yesterday, as you say, after Yoshiri Sugar decided to step down. He called it quits because of anger over pushing ahead with Tokyo Olympic Games um, because of surgery case numbers at that time and also there's general anger about the government's handling of the COVID crisis and the economic impact. So Kashida may not have that long in power. We'll wait and see how that goes because the country's going to a general election at the end of November. Yeah, he might be the 100th Prime Minister but he very quickly has a challenge to remain the 100th Prime Minister. Jumping over to North Korea, where state media is reporting that they have successfully tested a new hypersonic missile. It's pretty big news, Claire, because this type of missile has the potential to be one of the world's fastest and most accurate weapons. Yeah, and it really has the potential to change the game in terms of the balance of power in the region is what experts say. So it's something that's getting intense interest from those at the top of governments and also those military experts. Uh, What we know about North Korea is that they've used these sorts of tests to try and position themselves in discussions to have sanctions dropped, whether that's by the United Nations or by the United States. So whether it's actually correct correct. Uh, what the experts will do is have a look at the vision and really try and get to the bottom of what they've tested. But certainly going into an era of hypersonic missiles is quite something. Yeah, North Korea's focus on it is pretty concerning stuff. On to some lighter news now, and in a move that's likely to have many an impoverished artist cheering, Danish artist Jens Harnig has pulled a swift one on a museum set to feature his work. He was given $115,000 in banknotes to recreate an artwork. He's not done that, Claire. He has not done that. (laughs) What he has done is that he's handed back the art museum that commissioned the work to blank canvases uh, (laughs) and he has called his new conceptual artwork Take the Money and Run. (laughs) It just seems like genius, but uh, the museum is going for it. The canvases are on display, but they're certainly reserving their right to go after him for the money. 
Yes, he says, the work is that I have taken their money. It's not theft. It is a breach of contract and breach of contract is part of the work. As you say, we'll see how far he gets away with that. He might have some legal issues coming his way. (laughs) Finally, Claire, happy World Podcast Day. And happy World Podcast Day to you too. We've we got, got up early to celebrate. Right and early to celebrate. <laughs> Incredible to think we've been doing it for three and a half years. It's really one of those things yeah. that's just part of the day and it's probably the highlight of my day, to be honest. Oh, stop it. Love talking <laughs> to you so early in the day. We always have a laugh. Indeed. But three and a half years. When we started, the Squiz Today podcast was the first short-form news podcast in Australia and we now have have Squiz Shortcuts, Squiz Kids, a news podcast for kids. We have Sport Today, which gives you your daily sports wrap. Thank you to everyone for every listen, follow, subscribe and review. We do really have a blast doing it and tell your friends about us if you enjoy it as well. On a bit of a technical note, though, if you do listen via Apple and you're having trouble with the podcast not appearing or taking a while to show up in your feed, we hear you. It's frustrating. Apple tell us that if you install the latest iPhone update, that should help. We are putting it out on time, but it's an Apple issue that's causing that delay. So get into that software update. That's all from us. Have a good one. Have a good Thursday and we will be back with you tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.